You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go on the podcast on a Wednesday, a rapidly moving week now as we have hit hump day, as they call it. Uh, Eddie Scazzari with me again. It's been a pleasure having you this uh, this week, Eddie. How you doing? Hello, podcast people. So yesterday we ended with the sex robot story, and it came up at the end of the show today because I had not read it, and I realized as uh, Lepresti was doing his segment that I hadn't read it, so I decided to read it because, I mean, I heard all the clips already. And so the story goes that having, or excuse me, not having, that sex robots are going to make marriage better in the future, and the whole point of the article is Greg... Gaston was right, as I read through it, was that people that are single will remain single, Yep. that they will not find the need for companionship because they will have sexual companionship with these sex robots in the future. And so the ones that do decide to get married will likely marry the right person. So the divorce rate will go down because you won't have the screw ups and the bad marriages. Um, but, uh, essentially that was, the, and less children, I would assume. Unless, uh, they, unless we're going to start doing that, I would think so. Or, yes. you know, people do surrogates and all that. Correct. So, there are ways Are you buying it. that? You like that? Do I, what, do I buy that this is going yeah, to Yeah, because I thought the story was a joke. I didn't think it was real. But oh, when you put that spin on it. Yes. Uh, yeah, 100%. Especially, marriage gets better because they're fewer and right. farther between. And if we get to the whole, like I said yesterday at the end, if we get when we get to the true AI situation... Uh, unless it goes badly, then yeah, I think this is uh, the future. All right, next story for Eddie Scuzzeri. Eight relationship problems that are, not worse, way worse than cheating. Okay. All right. Now, you've been married for 37 years. Uh, well, 20, okay, whatever. 22, 23, 24, uh, 26. 26. 27 years. All right, I'm with my wife 27 years, but married for 19. And I'm with my wife 34 years. So I wasn't so far off when I said 40 years. Not really. Actually, no, I said 37. So I was right there. Yeah. Uh, All right, number one, love is not in the air anymore. You guys have just drifted apart. Sure, that would be worse. than cheating? Well. I say no. Um, See, depending on the person. Cheating. Some people can forgive that. I don't get that at all. Some can't. Are impossible. So, but I would think that you know you could cheat on somebody, but still be you know still love your wife. I think that's totally because you know guys were dogs and you know human nature. Is if I cheated is. on my wife, I don't think I could look at her again. Yeah. No. There's all. Yes, I understand. And if she cheated on me, I couldn't look at her again. Yeah, I I get that. But if if love dies, then. What are you it's doing? over anyway. Yeah. All right. So you agree with that? Yeah, with that one, yes. Accumulating negativity. 
So the person, the spouse's attitude sucks, mm-hmm. not the person you married. So they've changed. So again, you don't love that person because they're not that same person. And so. anger and resentment builds up inside. Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, right, again, so you're two for two. You agree? Yes, and it, but also the cheating thing. You know, some people like yourself are in that. That is it. It's over. No Black and white. F- no forgiving. For some people, that is not the case. So. Okay. So, we're, but you, even so, you're still two for two with this. Yes. Uh, making a mountain out of a molehill. Problems are inevitable, blah, 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 blah. Um, blah, 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 blah. Strong relationships are based on mutual compromises and making fuss about nothing could become a big issue since it means you cannot accept your partner the way they are anymore. Well, again, that's... Very similar to the second exactly. one. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, I would agree with that also. Jealousy. Jealousy, you jealous of your spouse mm-hmm. for what reason? Probably relationships with others. Um, not sex were their success. Um, doesn't say just jealousy is a negative feeling that makes us blame the loved one due to our own interferes. Uh, sure, again, that's sort of a, a branching off of the other, a little different, but yeah, sure. This I one say. I agree with. Okay, uh, lack of communication. I don't know if I agree it is worse, but this is bad if you just don't talk anymore. Right, right. That's a bad one. Mm-hmm. Uh, another bad one, manipulative behavior. Behavior. Uh, Trying to control how the other one acts through your actions without trying to make it that way. Yeah, but if it's done right. <laughs> it <could> be- <laughs> so I don't agree with that. All one. right, I found one that he doesn't agree okay. with. I don't Fear of loneliness? I don't even understand what that means. Fear of loneliness. We're maintaining a relationship which leads to a dead-end street, while on the other hand, we are losing precious time to find a better partner. What the hell does that mean? I don't... Yeah. Right, let's throw that one away. Yeah, throw that. Yeah, this one's a good one. Lying. Yeah. Small white lies are okay uh, to spare the partner's feelings, but lying in general is bad. And yeah, relationships are based on trust, which, by the way, is a bunch of crap. Yes, agreed uh, on both points. Trust means nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So you're pretty much in lockstep with six of these. Yes. Those right. last two, yeah, for gays. All right. Eddie Scazzeri with us. We're getting relationship tips <laughs> and life lessons from Eddie. Thank and you. And he has been around the block a few times. Well, once, actually. I'm still on that block. Fair point. New study shows <clears throat> why penises are shaped like mushrooms. Interesting. Okay. Any, any thoughts on that before I read the uh, article? You know, now that you mention it, sure. The... Uh, yeah, yeah, I... I well, certain, let's hear them. <laughs> like a shiitake mushroom? Sure, it looks just like a penis. A hundred percent. Does it really? Yeah. Sh- I don't know what a shiitake mushroom is, the you've way you said them, that. You've seen them, You've definitely seen them. So experts believe that it evolved to have a ridge to scoop out the semen of love rivals, giving them an advantage when it comes to getting a woman pregnant. Wow. What I, the hell does that mean? I, uh, I, I, I see where that is uh, a possible advantage evolutionarily, but um, kind of knowing how the whole thing, fertilization thing works, I don't, I don't see that as being um, necessary. What the best part of this is? Yeah. A team of U.S. scientists in the State University of New York conducted an experiment on it. They wasted funds and resources. Right. To figure out if the penis is like the mushroom. Yeah. And it basically, because they have a fetish. And so this was a way for them to <laughs> like uh, pretend like they're doing science while looking at pictures of penises. They use latex phalluses mm-hmm. in artificial vagina 
and a mixture of starch and water designed to be similar consistency Uh, to the uh, wild Alaskan salmon. Uh, Yes. Uh, Wow. Sockeye salmon. Yeah. They found that the penis ridge, and in parentheses, the mushroom part where the glands or head meet the shaft, Mm -hmm. could scoop out more than 90% of the mixture with just one thrust. What does that mean? (laughs) Yeah. Well... Yeah, and also I think it would be important that um, you are larger than the guy before you. Otherwise, you ain't reaching it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you follow? I think I do follow, yeah. sadly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure what we're doing. No, nor I. These are, but this is the funny thing. And when Greg brought it up at the end of the show when I was reading the article about being obsessed, I'm not obsessed with anything. Like, these are the topics in the morning show prep website that Mm -hmm. Al subscribes to. Like I'm not just, I'm not searching this stuff and printing it out and saying, Hey, let's do these stories. These are the stories that are there as odd, random stories. Uh, Right. The the AM prep kickers, as they used to call them back in the day. But are these even, I don't know what these are. Are these are these kickers? Uh, not really. No kickers are the, you know, man bites dog and you know, you just mention it and then you're out. Uh, yeah, but Al, you, you know, it's really not, it's not you, you know, you're just sort of following Al's template. Al is the one who is obsessed with the penis and the sex. A hundred percent. I guess so. Yeah. And occasionally he'll put some of these topics, the more, I guess, tame ones, uh, on the show sheet. Um, but, um, yeah, the, uh, your podcasts are generally dominated by, he picks the stories, this sort of stuff. He does. Yes, I know. Well, what other stories would you do? Like if you were doing this podcast and I know when we started it, the idea was to kind of recap the show a little bit. That never happens. We did it once. Okay. I believe the first day we did it. And I think halfway through, he realized, why are we doing this when we're going to podcast the show? Right. Like exactly. if people want to hear about the show, they're going to listen to Boomer and Carton on the one hour replay that we put out there as a podcast. Yeah. So why do a, a recap of that? Right. So it was one and done. Then it was, all right, well, why don't you do the stories you didn't do? Because at the time I was being interrupted by Craig every three seconds right. and we would veer off into different directions and I wouldn't get to stuff. And so one day we did that and it was really just boring sports stuff that right. I never did. Right. Right. So that was the end of that. And then he started bringing in these stories and I said, oh, let's have some fun. And that's kind of where it's gone to. Right, but it's he dictates it. So if you well, yeah, because I don't have time to be oh, looking exactly. this stuff up. Right, but if if you did, and if it were up to you to guide the show, now you sort of again you follow when it's you and I, we follow Al's template for the most part. But if it was up to you, what would you? I don't know. Choose to do. I don't know because I'm not really a podcast listener. Mm-hmm. You know, so you want to be unique and different, which this definitely is yes. in a lot of cases. So I don't know the answer to that. I mean, you could do you know Evan does his post-game wrap-up now after the Mets lose every night and after the Nets, and he does it, and he records it, and he sends it right out. But I don't know. If I want that, I can listen to Evan at 10 o'clock. Yes, true. You know, so I'm not sure, to be quite honest. I think you need to find a niche, which unfortunately for us has become these types of things, although it is funny and fun and light, which I do like. Mm -hmm. Uh, I do. I very much get into the relationship stuff because I find a lot of that fascinating from the standpoint of you know my sister's been divorced i have well, not many but i have one friend that was divorced many friends who are just in horrendous relationships and bad marriages and then i have friends that are single at 40 and 48 as alice mm-hmm. so i find all those types of surveys i find them very interesting yes well uh, for me i i sort of would like the uh 
idea that Al does on his weekly uh, podcast with Paul. Well, they'll usually take one topic, correct, uh, and or something that a bunch of topics that are related to each other. And they sort of delve into that more long form. I I think that uh, would be something that if I chose, that would be sort of interesting. Yeah, I could see that as long as you like the topic. Yes, because no, if you don't like the topic, it's very difficult to get through ten minutes, let alone forty uh, or forty-five oh, minutes. You're like, yeah, okay, next. Yeah, no yeah. doubt. I found today during the show. A lot of energy early, a lot late, and in the middle, a lag. Just couldn't get myself. I've said this before. I could see back in the 80s, working these hours, like getting addicted to some sort of a substance just to sure. keep yourself awake and alert. Mm-hmm. And it's like as much coffee. Coffee does nothing for me anymore. It really doesn't. Well, it, I think it does stuff for me. I just It keeps me going. I, so that's enough for me. And also, because of the nature of my job uh, on the show, as opposed to you all, uh, I rarely get to where it's like I'm sort of bored or distracted just because of all the the log keeping and the log manipulation that I have to do. You need and, to keep focus. And, right, and running the board. And that's like you're, you're always on for four and a half hours. You have to be. I Yeah, so it's a different... Matter of fact, in 60 seconds, I'm going to compliment Eddie. Okay. Which is a good thing. Yes, thank you. This weekend, I got 50 people coming to my house. Now, it's not Labor Day weekend, but it's going to be a weekend. My God, I hope it doesn't rain. I need sunshine Saturday because I don't want these knotheads in my house Saturday. I love them all, but 50 people in the house, too many. No good. That said, the drinks will be flowing. The kids will be playing wiffle ball. The guys will be playing horseshoes, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And I want to make sure they all have uh, smart decisions in their minds. What do I mean by that? I mean, I don't want them drinking and driving ever. It's never okay to drink and drive. Uh, and that's why when you look at Labor Day weekend, when you look at holiday weekends or just a regular weekend like this, you want to make sure that people can plan a responsible ride home from the party. If you leave the house unprepared and get home safely, you may not be in the right frame of mind to make the best choices by the end of the night. Think about that. So here's a couple of tips for a safe night and weekend, a fun party, all of that. It's never okay to drink and drive. We've said that. Yes, we have. Even if it's only one alcoholic beverage, designate a sober driver or plan to use public transportation to get home safely. For some, that's easy in the city. In the suburbs, not so much. So here's what we want you to do. You're going to download NHTSA's Safer Ride mobile app available on iTunes and for Google Play, of course, for the Android devices. Um, Use your community sober ride program if you have one, of course. Some do, some don't. But you've got this Safer Ride mobile app, and I'm telling you this thing will be invaluable to you. Let me tell you this, and Eddie knows this too. If you are caught drinking and driving, not only is it going to be really bad for you, how about jail time? Yeah. That would suck. Yeah. How about if you got into an accident and you hurt somebody? That would suck far worse. Losing your license, losing insurance. Losing your freedom. Lose and or a life. On average, how about this? How about losing money? A DUI can set you back $10,000 in attorney fees, fines, court costs, lost time at work, higher insurance, car towing, repairs, all that and more. So listen, for the drive sober or get pulled over, make sure you visit trafficsafetymarketing.gov. But more importantly, here's what I want you to do. You're going to download NHTSA Safer Ride mobile app. Go out, have a good time, be responsible. Now, I said I'm going to compliment you, and I am. Okay. You're off again Friday, aren't you? Yes. You suck. Here's Every why. Friday, uh, yeah. Here's why. And here's why you should go into the office and demand a raise today. Okay. The show when you're here, I don't care who's doing it. 
the show when you're here as opposed to when you're not here, they are two different shows. But you can say that about any of our pieces. Perhaps, but the feel of the show is different from the standpoint of it's like ripping not only you and your voice out, but it's like a fifth character that's not here. So a lot of moments of the days we have, not all the time, but in a lot of cases will surround a perfectly timed drop. How you come up with them as quick as you do, I have no idea. And there were people after we did the podcast the other day that reached out on Twitter wanting to know how you formulate your plan. Do we discuss what we're going to talk about and when so that you're ready? And here's the answer, guys. No. We just talk and say whatever comes to the top of our minds, basically. And there's no rhyme or reason. And he's in there working like a master. And his fingers are just fast. And well, I would like to compliment you. Well, thank you. And for the people, I've been asked this a lot, um, probably more than anything else, uh, how I do what I do and do I prepare and is it scripted? First of all, the show is not scripted at all. Nothing. Uh, now, will I prepare? Well, I know that certain things are going to come up on a certain day because Al will give us a show sheet. And you have your standard things like, you know, the Sterling that I fool around with during the play-by-play or any of the different play-by-play fun I have. So that's fairly standard. And I'll vary it up just based on what I think might work or what I'm feeling at that moment. So that sort of, in a way, that's preparation. And for the commercials that allow us to have a little fun, I will see what's on the log that day and prepare those. But honestly, the best, funniest stuff is stuff that just comes out of nowhere and is unscripted, yeah. and it just happens. And I'll also say this. A lot of times, I cannot get to the clip fast enough, either because I don't remember what I labeled it, or I just don't have enough time because it's here and gone so quickly. So more importantly, I have to know when to let something go and not force it. Uh, and But I'll be ready. Then if it cycles back around, I'll have it, which happens a lot. But uh, there are many times when I just can't find something fast enough. Still a credit, though, that you hit it 90% of the time. So uh, job guess. well done. Just leave it there. 90% Alrighty. perfect. It's a great number. Okay. Um, last one for you because this has been long. All right. How about this? This would have been awesome if we were back in school. And I still think this is the way a work week should be, not only a school week. So there's a district in Colorado that is experimenting with the 2018-19 school year with a four-day school week. Awesome. They are going to be going to school Tuesday through Friday. I would like it the other way, Monday through Thursday, but that's just me. I'm actually good with Tuesday through Friday because Friday to me is like, it's Friday. Mm-hmm. Who cares? You get off at two o'clock, weekend begins, and then you got, you know, all of a sudden Sunday doesn't feel like Sunday. And Monday does, but everybody's back at work. It's got a different feel to it. So I like it. But either way, it's all good. The reason for this, they they believe they're going to save a million dollars a year in transportation and utility costs. Wow. A million dollars. Wow. Four-day work weeks for everybody and school weeks. I'm in. I love that. That is great. Now, would this school uh, day be slightly longer? Or doesn't say, know? but there it does say that the parents are not happy because of uh, they now have extra child care costs. Well, unless, most of them work. Unless you pair it up where most parents are also now working four days. Which, let's be honest, has not happened in that's, this country yet. That's not happening, sure. And right. probably will not. Um, agreed. But, you know, that is a significant cost. 
but maybe they'll have to then use some of that money to subsidize people's daycare, so it's a wash. No doubt. Hey, this podcast brought to you by Veterans Crisis Line. Confidential support for veterans and their families available all the time. What do I mean by all the time? I mean every single day of the year, any time of the year. It's available by dialing 1-800-273-8255 and pressing 1. There's other ways to get to them as well. You can use the online chat function, veteranscrisisline.net, or you can text them at 838-255. Now, I say it's available for veterans. It's also available for their families. And when I say it's available all the time, I mean 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year for veterans and family members. It's available to all veterans, even those not enrolled in VA healthcare. And I know a lot are like, are not. Like my father was in Vietnam, uh, and he, until I would say three years ago, was not enrolled in VA healthcare. He has since done so. Uh, and some of the benefits that he is now enjoying as a veteran. But he has said we golfed last year, um, two years ago with a former Marine. He is the one that got him involved. And my father didn't realize all the benefits he had coming to him. Mm-hmm. And, and was so, the reason he wasn't involved uh, originally just because he had his own? Yeah. Uh, you it, know, and just didn't see Just never thought about it. And, and wasn't aware, really, mm-hmm. I would say, is probably the best thing. So anyway, the um, you can call the Veterans Crisis Line if you or someone you know is concerned about a veteran. Again, 800-273-8255. Press the number one online chat at veteranscrisisline.net, or you can text 838-255 uh, and learn more about recognizing the signs of crisis, the warning signs of suicide, and how to respond to a veteran, a loved one in crisis. And uh, take advantage of it because the help is certainly there for you. And you, sir, have been a big help today. As always, good stuff. All right. See Warm-up comes up like now with yeah. Lepresti, and it was okay. <laughs> It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. Use it on your roof already. All right, quarter to six. Greg Giannotti joins us soon. It is the warm-up with uh, me and Al Dukes, who's in Alaska. So, Chris Lepresti, good morning, sir. How are you? What's up, Jerry? I good morning. no update from Al at all yesterday. That's a good Nothing. sign. It means he's having fun now. a lot of pictures on Facebook and Twitter and yes. all that stuff, but uh, I got zero from him yesterday, so we move on like good he sign. doesn't exist any longer. Okay. Maybe he'll stay in Alaska. You never know, <laughs> uh, although I doubt it. So, a couple of things. Let's start with football, um, because, yeah, the Yankees won again last night. And one quick one, just because you're a baseball guy. How about the Oakland A's? Tremendous. They win again I know. last night, and all of a sudden, they're a game behind the Astros. One behind the Astros who lost again. Verlander got beat at. I saw this. The Astros have not won a home game since the All-Star break. It's Which been a is month. bizarre. Crazy. And then you had the Red Sox winning again in Philadelphia. Ah. So uh, teams that are red hot are red hot, and the Yankees did win last night, so good for them. Uh, from football, a couple things here. So if I asked you right now, could you recite the alphabet backwards? Go. Uh, Z-Y-X, and i probably stop there. Go ahead, Eddie. You're the smartest one in the room, Sarah. <laughs> I cannot do that. Now, what wow. if I offered you $10,000? Could I, like, right now? How long do I get in between each letter? You get a half hour. No, oh, I mean, the, seriously. Yeah. If I For ten grand, could you do it? I, again, if I really took my time, sure. All right, if I gave you the day... To think about it and rehearse it, could you do it? Of course. All right. I'm not giving you 10 grand, but let's see if you can do it for tomorrow. All right. So the point of the story is Redskins said, and Vernon Davis did this with one of his teammates. Mm -hmm. He was mic'd up at practice, and I guess for a goof, he's like, I got to do the alphabet backwards. The guy's like, I can't do that. I'll give you 10 grand. Nailed it. And so, no, he didn't nail it. He's like, I don't think I can do it. He goes, I'll give you till tomorrow. The 10 grand counts. Must be nice to have 10 grand. Do you think you could memorize that in a day? (laughs) Yeah. Definitely. Want to try it? 
No. For $10. No. Let's bring the scale down. They make millions. We don't. 10 bucks. Could you re- do the alphabet backwards tomorrow? I, I could, yes. But you won't. I'll take your 10 bucks tomorrow. No problem. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. All right, so tomorrow we've got, it's on, $10 for Lepresti if he can recite I'll the alphabet what, backwards. I'll tell you what, I'll do it by the end of the show today. How about that? Shake on it? Sure. All right, so by your 9.30 segment, you've got to do the alphabet the backwards. The dismount. Do Ten, the backwards Again alphabet. with the dismount. That's just so <laughs> weird. <laughs> um, Budweiser's doing something very interesting in Cleveland. I don't know if you saw this story. I did, yes. So I'm sure you'll do this with Greg later as well. Uh, they are going to... Now, the headline is a little phony because the headline says, free beer in Cleveland for the first win mm. for the Browns. It's only in 10 bars. Yes. But what's really interesting about it is they're going to put in these refrigerators. I guess they're in already. I've seen a picture of one of them. That will... It's Wi-Fi connected. And as soon as a game goes final, they win. Whew. It opens. Can you imagine the rush to that refrigerator? It's probably for free not going to end well for some people. It can't you know? end well. No, no. you're going to have people stepping over one another just for a free Budweiser nice or a Bud Light or whatever it is. Though. God right. knows Budweiser needs that. We're talking about it. Yes, exactly. Yes, we are here. We are. So you have that, and also um, the Lions are re- this. I wish more teams would do this. The Lions are reducing prices this year at Ford Field. How about this? Hot dogs are going to be two bucks. Soda, three bucks, and some alcoholic drinks are three dollars, like beer. Now, have they been having trouble filling that stadium? Is that the problem? I wouldn't know the answer. Because, like, why would you? I mean, uh, the Falcons did it in nice, a brand new stadium the last year. Why would you lower the concession prices if the demand is there? Sell more. I, I mean, guess. I can't imagine the Falcons were having trouble. No, selling out the Mercedes Benz Dome nope. their first year. Super Bowl coming up there. Right, and so they actually did that right from the start. It was a smashing success. Here's the thing: I've never understood, like. You know, we were talking yesterday when a Reds highlight popped up. It looked like there were 17 people in the building. Pretty much, yeah. I don't understand why you don't give away tickets at will just for the purpose of selling concessions and souvenirs. Yeah. At the very least, you're still making money. You're not hurting anybody. And my God, it looks better. I agree. The optics. I don't know. Maybe they just feel like if they set that precedent, then people are always going to expect that. I don't know enough about business, Jerry. You're the businessman, not me. Here's business I know. No one's in the ballpark. Yeah, no problem. money comes in. That's a problem. It's pretty simple. Yeah. And then did you see Ben Zobris get kicked out of a game yesterday? I did, yes. I'm with him on this, and I've been with him on this. I'm not in favor of robots or computer. I really I hate, I don't like instant replay or any of that just because of the way it slows down the broadcast. I like when they get the calls right. Mm-hmm. I don't like how long it might take. It takes way too long. It takes way too long. And as we said yesterday... At least in my opinion, when you're asking umpires and officials to make calls in real time, and then you've got two or three guys huddled up in front of a monitor, if they can't do it with one or two looks and instant replay, then close. you move on. Yeah, I, exactly. Leave it as called. Too close. So Phil Cuzzy calls out Ben Zobrist on a strike three call, and of course the strike box, two of the three strikes were not strikes. Mm-hmm. So Zobrist gets called out, he says what he has to say, goes back to the dugout. In between innings, on his way back out to the field, makes a comment to Cuzzy, Baseball's got to go to the automated strike zone. He tosses him for yeah. that, which is ridiculous. <laughs> he happens to be right, and it doesn't mean. Here's the thing, you know, people think robot strike zone, computer strike zone, that we're just going to have a catcher and a batter there, and it's going to go up on a board. You still need the umpire there, and to me, it's very simple. You got the box up in the booth. You got the, I guess you would call it the strike zone umpire up there. If it's a strike, you press a button, it buzzes on one side, you call the strike. It's so easy. I know. It just marginalizes the human being on the field. It's like he's basically there to raise his hand or say ball. 
Wouldn't you rather that, though, than them uh, screw this up and have yeah, umpires have all I, these different strike zones? I guess. I Especially guess. when they show it to us. It's just like castrating the umpire well, pretty much. Let me ask you this, though. <laughs> Is it fair to the umpire that the hundreds of thousands or the millions of people that are watching the game see what the right call is and then the idiot behind the plate's so far off? Yeah. I guess to me, or that's it puts worse. the umpire in a spot where then now because what we have available to us in terms of replay, they look bad. Back in the day, it was just kind of like, all right, maybe that was a bad call, right. maybe it wasn't. But you have done that and magnified that by bringing replay into oh, yeah. the game yes. and making all these graphics available yeah. for the viewer. You have in turn made the umpires look horrendous. Yes, you're putting them in a tough spot. So put them in a spot to actually officiate or rule the game properly. But then why is MLB going to want to pay them? Then you're going to have a problem with the umpires' union, probably. You know what mm. they get paid. Their you know wages what they still have to make plays. No, I, I think I don't think any of that changes because you still have to make plays at the plate. There are still responsibilities. I don't think all of a yeah. sudden you're going to say, "Listen, the computer's doing it. You're getting fifty bucks a game <laughs> like you're coaching on a Sunday in, in Jersey." That's not that's not going to be the case. So just for the strike zone. Just the strike zone. Yeah. That's oh, it. I, look, I think it's clear we're heading in that direction at some point. It's a matter of when, not if, right? How about now? Mid- Next year. <laughs> okay, I was going to say. Tonight, see Put it can... in minor league baseball and let's go. Yeah, sure. Always start I with mean, the minors. I mean, you're a baseball coach. Yeah. It's just nauseating sometimes watching oh, well, the calls these the guys The levels make. that we coach at, some of the strike zones right. you see. I mean, now put insane. millions upon millions of dollars on the line. Yeah, I understand. It's frustrating, for sure. Brutal. Absolutely brutal. Uh, we've Yeah, we've got time for this. Pro golfer Thorbjorn Olison. Is that his name? Uh, sounds right. You're yeah, a golfer, Swedish, right? right? This is another one that someone has to explain to me. How much money would you say he's I made? I can't see you, Jerry. I mean, enough of this. That's not a bad thing. Yeah. Um, how much money would you say he's probably made? Thorbjorn Olsson. Yeah. From his golf winnings, or including endorsements and whatnot. Yeah. Um, Million, right. He's made. He's probably made a fortune. Uh, not a household a name, but he's probably made good enough. Maybe money, he does right? well on the European tour. I would think I'm so. Not, I'm not sure, but uh, so he's yeah, one sure. of these guys. He's flying as a pro golfer. Most, I don't know, maybe not most, a lot of them fly privately, right? Because they can afford it, sure. They can afford it. He's he 28. Flies, oh, he's not Swedish. He's from Denmark. Excuse me. Whatever. Um, <laughs> so he flies commercial still, and his bags were lost uh, this week. Can't have that with your clubs. No good. Twice. Twice in one week? <laughs> Twice in one week. Wow. So he actually tweeted, uh, quote, so the comedy continues. He tweets to the airline. Uh, they have managed to now lose five suitcases <laughs> this week. Oh, my God. And not one, but two sets of golf clubs in 10 days. What a disgrace. Then he tweets out, just reached 50,000 followers on Twitter. I was going to do a bag giveaway, but the airlines lost them all. <laughs> <laughs> See now that's funny. And now to answer your question, career earnings thirteen point one million. He could probably, probably spring for the private jet. I would think. You know what? This not year a, alone, not, he's know, made not every week. Two point six. Man, well, after taxes, know, they play a lot. They play pay their every coaches. week. Yeah. Right. So out of that thirteen, it's probably where's Boomer? Sports it's probably six and a half. Yeah. Right. Get the tax man on the Plus line. Plus, you got to give the ten percent to the caddy. So that's one point three. He's sure. really made about a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> when, you, when you whittle it down. I don't think he's flying. That's why he's flying coach. Jeez. Yeah. And losing his luggage and his bag. So, all right, we got to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll see if Lepresti remembered to bring anything that is relative to his shift today or if he forgot at home. I have no idea what that means. That's a tease. And Greg Giannotti coming up at 6 right here on The Fan. It's the dynamic duo of Alan Jerry on the warm-up show. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. The superheroes 
of building products. All right, welcome back. We have a couple more minutes till the top. Yankees did win last night. They beat the Rays 4-1 while the Mets, whatever, lost uh, in Baltimore. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. The Red Sox won last night and the A's won as well. We have a little bit of time here left. One more for you, and I had teased if you brought everything you needed for your shift today. Yeah, I think I did. So I don't I don't know this tennis player. His name is Nick Kyrgios. Kyrgios. Yes. You know uh, I don't even know, I don't know how it's Kyrgios. pronounced, but I, yeah. There What's you his go. name? Kyrgios. Yeah, Kyrgios. Something like that. I know the guy. He's, so he's he got a temper. Up, he showed up to a match. Yeah. Uh, I think it was Sunday, but I'm not 100. It could have been Monday. Who knows? But it was over the weekend or recently. He forgot his sneakers. No. Oh, I thought you were gonna say racket. No, he brought the rackets. He just didn't bring the sneakers. Did he play in his socks? Uh, he, they actually sent someone out to get him a pair. That's tremendous. Because he showed up wearing basketball sneakers, which he can't play in. Mm. They were untied oh. and they were high tops. Is and that, so they he have rules about sneakers. what type of sneakers you can wear? That I don't know. Interesting. But he was not going to play in the okay. basketball sneakers. Now, Maybe have you ever left, left his... the house without shoes on? Because I have. No. What? Never? Like in the summer, you don't, dr- say I used to have a Jeep, so I used to drive barefoot. No. So I had one, gotta be a couple summers ago, because I was still living in the other house, that I went to stop and shop. With, got there, got out, realized no shoes. That's, Jer, that's a Never problem. done that? The only thing I've ever done is if I was driving to go play baseball or softball, get in the car with the sandals, the flip-flops on, left the cleats Did you ever leave without pants on? No. Without a shirt? No, man. I mean. Without your glasses? I know you're, you know, you've been doing this a long time. You get delirious with these hours. I'm not quite at that point yet. No. Maybe I'm, by Friday after a full week, I'll start to walk around with no clothes Have you ever had a moment where you on. don't remember where you're going? Uh, that yes, happened to me today that, as that I was going sometimes. over the Gowanus. You know what's real creepy sometimes? I'll go through a whole commute either home or to work. Don't and remember then, a damn thing about exactly. it. Exactly. I never had pants. <laughs> Spend your mornings with Boomerang Geo.